Welcome back. Just in case the title didn't give it away, we aren't talking about Obi-Wan this week. What can I say? Life gets busy. But we actually recorded this episode at the beginning of the year and didn't get a chance to release it with everything that's been going on in the Marvel Universe. So, Happy New Year, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review. Hope you enjoy. Soylent Green is people! What is the secret of Soylent Green? What is the secret of Soylent Green? I did, mine was too alien. It was very cool. So, yeah, 2022. Happy New Year. It's 2022 now, and that's why we watch Soylent Green. Because it's set in, tw- in the far-off future of 2022. <laughs> and man, did they get it pretty close? I mean, it, it's the apocalypse. That's that's I mean it's like end of the world crap fest here now. Yeah. There are 40 million people in New York. Or was it 80? I can't remember. It was like something crazy. I think crazy. it's 40. It's 40 yeah. million. Right. Yeah, so dystopian future. Or not I don't know if it's dystopian. It's like on the verge of No, I get I don't know. It's pretty dystopian. Yeah, it's like it's it came out in the mid 70s. Well, I have it right in front of me. Why don't there I just is read? a line in there that it's <clears throat> he's assigned a murder case, and the mm-hmm. next day he comes back and he's it's taken from him, and they say, "Well, there's been a hundred and eighty some murders since then." Jeez. So. Oh right, yeah. It's pretty dystopian. Yeah, and even it's just, for a city of forty million, that's pretty bad. Yeah, like what? How many people are in New York now? Like ten million. Think yeah nine, Some, nine something ten. around that yeah like it's four times it's already that's a crowded city and like four times that and it's it's pretty crazy like people are like sleeping on the stairs staircases of apartment buildings like everybody's homeless basically unless you're crazy rich maybe we save this for further into the conversation but I got a little um. I got some They Live vibes. Not aliens using subliminal messaging to get us to do what we already do, but uh, more of like the the disconnect between the rich and the poor. Middle class is gone. Like you're either homeless, jobless, or you're rich. You are, as I said in my, my context, a, a, a tiny baby. <laughs> who has not only not seen Soylent Green, Daddy, but had never heard of it. Never heard of it. Nope. So yeah, you were the last person on earth who, who <laughs> didn't know the end of the movie. Were you? Were you happy with this movie? I was. I was happy. I liked the movie a lot. I'll, I'll leave it at that because there's there's a lot I want to say, especially about the whole like last half an hour. Well, um, I mean. We can, the the cold open kind of gave it away. Right. Yeah. Soylent yeah, yeah. green is people. Yes. Yeah. So I th- I think I told, I might've told you this earlier today. I wasn't a hundred percent, but I was about 90% sure that Soylent Green was people at the riot scene. Right. When, when the riot trucks are just scooping people up. Yeah. Cause they already established that because of the, the, the whole dystopian future is based around like um lack of resources overpopulation and 
no every again everyone's homeless no one has a job very few people have a job like um thorn uh charlton heston's character is constantly like you know i think it a, there's a couple points where they're like why don't you just like let the next guy get it or whatever and he's like oh or take a break or something i can't remember what it was but he said like there's a like 10 people waiting for my job right now like it's yeah just, he, he mentions at one point uh i think he gets shot in the leg Oh, right. And, yeah. Uh, one of the other characters says, don't you just take a break for a day or two? And he says, that's right. Uh, yeah. If I'm out for three days, they, that's my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so if you get sick in this world, you just, <laughs> you're done. Yeah. But you see here and there that like when, when someone dies, like the case, he's, he's a detective, he's working on a case, a murder case. And uh, the cleanup crew comes to get the body. They put it in, put it in a black bag, zip it up like you normally would. But then they throw it in a trash truck, like a trash compactor truck, yeah. um, that you'd see on the street. And you're like, okay, they just throw people away now because there's nowhere to put them. And it, you can kind of like you kind of forget that that's happening. And then at that riot scene, they send in the riot crew, which is a whole bunch of garbage trucks that just taught like scoops them up and throws them in the back. Right, I think they're um, just called scoops. Yeah, 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 that's right. They call them scoops. And that's when I... I don't know what it was about that scene. Maybe it's like the way it's shot and it just felt kind of ominous. How completely I, implausible it is that any of those scoops would ever pick up people. Right, right. They're moving at like easy. one mile an hour and it would be It would be very easy to, dr- to, to dodge these things. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was about that scene. I just, it made me think of, it didn't make me think of Snowpiercer for any other reason other than it was always a mystery as to what, like, this stuff that they were eating, this Soylent, like, product. It looked very nondescript. Um, and the explanation behind it seemed kind of bogus. Algae? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I, I was watching it. I'd seen it before. You know, and then seen it beginning here and here. Um, there's what Soylent Orange and Soylent Soylent Red, I red, think. Yeah, which is carrots, and they they say what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I guess. And the, then it, when Green came out, it was like, and this is algae from the ocean. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. It, or I, it just felt like the whole the whole infrastructure of the world was kind of bogus. Yeah. I guess that's that's just the vibe I got. I don't not I mean not entirely like I guess like some of it could be plausible but like um I don't yeah, I don't know what it was. It was just something about that scene. It didn't remind me of the movie Snowpiercer, but it just I was like they're just going to toss these I had this whole thing worked out in my mind where I was like they're just tossing them in the back of the truck and they're compacting them, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they're just killing them. And then I'm like, wait a minute, they're killing all these people. This is their solution to riot control. I bet you they're turning them into people. And it is only because I watched Snowpiercer like last year. Yeah. And I kind of like let my mind run with that a little bit. And of course, I didn't know for sure until the very end. Uh, But when that happened, I was like, wow, man. And it's just a whole factory. Like they literally just take the freshly dead people and just put them right into the machine. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So let let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch the trailer ahead of time. 
Not at all. I didn't look at anything. All I could see was that Charlton Heston was in it, and I was excited. Do you think that this movie, the whole movie, asked the question, what is the secret of Soylent Green? Uh, no. Like, from the beginning? No, not at all. In fact, let me, I should backtrack a little bit. I didn't think Soylent Green was people. I thought Soylent products were people. Like, I didn't even, I didn't know that Soylent Green was that. Um, Green chip. Well, I didn't, I just didn't know that there is that much, aside from the fact that it's the title. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't seem to be emphasized. It didn't seem to be about it at all. Yeah, like it was, they had mentioned it a couple times. They did, whether, I don't know how they did it. I don't know if it was like a gel or lighting or something, like with lighting or whatever, but there seemed to be a green hue mm-hmm. on all of the uh, exter- exterior scenes. Yeah. Um, I noticed yeah, that too. I wasn't, I thought that was cool, but I didn't, I was like, okay, I don't know. Maybe it's the it's the 1970s. Maybe they just like green. I don't know. But obviously something's going on here and there's something happening. It didn't take away from my joy of it. I just didn't get the significance of Soylent Green. Right. Because the movie, because the movie, it's, it's almost a side. Like. Mm-hmm. It, at the very end of the movie, you learn definitively that Soylent Green is people. Right. Yeah. Charlton Heston says, Soylent Green is people. And the movie ends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, and- I see you hadn't seen the movie, but it is just in my mind. It's a huge like pop culture milestone. Just the mm. movie in general. And like Blade you know, Runner I see or it something. in the references everywhere. Yeah. Like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, I had always built up that last scene as more of a fight and more of a Charlton Heston um, kind of Planet of the Apes like yeah. you blow it up like yes. more even more of a fight and Silent Great as people and flipping out yeah but really they it's almost a voiceover I think it probably is a voiceover um, where like just the way just that line sounds set, yeah where he just kind of says Soylent Green is people. He doesn't even, it's kind of a yell, but it's not like an in desperation. Oh, I, yeah. It just, like, it's just a matter of fact, like, Soylent Green is people. That is, <laughs> yeah, no, you're, yeah. And I remember, I didn't think he was going to say it. I was like, just say it. Soylent Green is people. Just, I, you got to say something. But I thought maybe he had just gotten too, I thought he was going to die before he got a chance to say it. Yeah, um, it, it was just, it was really, watching it this time and actually paying attention, hmm. uh, and I'm sure that every time I've watched it, I've been like, oh, all right, because it's, it's been so built up in my head that like, Soylent Greenest People! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not what he says, he just says like, Soylent Greenest People, <laughs> and, and the, right. movie, the movie ends like, <laughs> snap. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So regardless of my suspicions, like with it, I was still surprised that that's the way it went. Like I was surprised that Swilling Green was significant despite the title again. But like, I was like, wow, like that's great. I, I don't know what's being said. Like, I like the shock value of like, oh shit, they're making food out of people. Um, but like, I mean, like the whole, I don't know, 
like I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think I'm I think I'm trying to get to the fact that like it seemed like there was the weight of the of the story. Like that's kind of like it felt like that was the icing on the cake. Even though it was very it's a dramatic surprise. Yeah, there's it's it's so weird because the movie's not about Silent Green. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's just like it's a very one... much a fringe cause of what happened. Mm-hmm. In the story, so but it's a right. standard like detective story. Yeah, that and, and at the, look, in the last ten minutes, goes into right. Soylent Green is people. Yeah, right. Yeah, and there's some like it was pretty grounded too. Like there's like all the scenes where well for one I I'm looking at my notes and it just says steal shit from crime scenes. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it really is, like, right things, away. things are falling apart, like, just from the top, well, not from the top down, just anywhere in the lower class, like, people are doing what they need to do to survive, and so, like, a detective is at a crime scene, and he's just, like, taking booze, and food, he's and took a bar of soap, like. He took a pillowcase and just yeah, yeah. He's not even hiding it. Right, like no one just—it's just commonplace. This is how it goes. Well, that's what everyone that gets their stuff stolen knows it too. Yeah, right. Because they're always trying to hide stuff, and and but the the, the it's because I didn't know where they were going to go with that. But when he gets back to his apartment with his uh, roommate, um, uh, Saul, Saul, yeah, they see the bar of soap and they see the the beef at one point and the other food that he gets, and they're just like so happy and so like surprised and like it's it's such a big deal that they get to like wash themselves and have good f- food that isn't made from uh it isn't that, 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 right 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 that isn't a soylent product um i don't know there's some oh, pretty one, like one of them is soybean i guess it's oh the red, the yeah red one. yeah um I, there was just some endearing moments with that uh, I thought that was kind of kind of nice, but like it, it follows all these characters around for just a couple of days, and then and then it gets kind of wacky. Yeah, exactly. It just all of a sudden, so the greenest people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I mean, there's a lot of social commentary in there, and mm-hmm. you know, this is where we're headed, and um, I mean, women are furniture. Yes. Yeah that come with the apartment mm-hmm. which is you know despicable i made a comment about like the infrastructure being kind of bogus earlier mm-hmm. um the, and, and i might have mentioned this already no i didn't there was a so thorn is investigating a murder um and the murder isn't just any isn't just a john doe it's the director of the soylent board right so through the movie and all the stops along the way with like them eating the soup or whatever and him hooking up with that girl and all that, like there, there's little bits of information that are being sprinkled across the, the story. Like it's the guy and they say they say directly like he knew too, or he was saying too much and the priest who he had gone to for confession uh, knew about it. And even he wouldn't say anything about it. There was a possibility that people would know that Soylent Green is people. <laughs> Exactly, so. yeah. It watching the movie again, it just makes me think that there was a scene missing. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because just the all those connections, like 
Yeah, they mentioned he knew too much. But there's nothing to connect it to Soylent Green. Oh, right. Like, he's a former director of the Soylent Board or whatever, and yeah, he knew too much, and he probably confessed to his priest, and blah, 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 right. blah, blah, but I, so they a had corporation could have yeah. been doing anything. <laughs> right, yeah. There's no there's no connecting it to this new product. Soylent oh, you know Green. what? Yeah, you're you're right. There is. It does feel like something's missing. Because remember when the guy they show the murder, yeah, and it's the guy. It's the. Um, it's not the bodyguard. It's the. It's, it's a random thug. Some other guy, yeah. But like, there, it's almost. It almost feels kind of ceremonious. Uh, like when he kills him, like that. I can't remember exactly what he says. But he says something like, like, you understand why? And he's like, yeah, I deserve it or something like that. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly what yeah. it is, but it feels like there's a little ceremony there. And like, like he like, knew it was coming. Yeah. And it had like, to come. And- mm-hmm. It was obvious that this had to happen and everyone because understood why. Because they couldn't why. possibly let it out. Right. Right. But there's yeah. no connecting it to Soylent Green. Yeah. And that guy seemed really weird and it felt like. There could have been like a connective subplot or something to like say like, oh, this organization is kind of cult-like or something, which would, I don't know, fit in with that like 1970s. Yeah. I mean, you probably uh, just feel like that because you watched him hit a wall with a crowbar for four minutes. Oh, right. Yes. Because he had cut the cli- to climb the barrier or whatever. There are so many things in old movies. Where you're yeah. just like, come on. Well, yeah. Didn't, that, I didn't need to watch him that was, hammer away at this wall. They could have cut that scene in a court into a quarter. Uh, yeah. I, I like that it was there because it shows that heavy separation between yeah. the rich and the poor or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, not not wholly necessary. Yeah. Um, so many, so many things. And it, it does feel like there is, in maybe I want to say like nineteen seventies fashion. Uh, there's like the there's just one scene where things just kind of go off the rails. Like uh, he goes back to the guy's apartment. I don't know if tell me if I missed something. Thorn goes into the apartment. And all he, I guess he's going there to question all of the girls who work for whatever company provides the furniture, which is like women for each of these apartments for rich people. Uh, and then he's talking to the woman who is there and they're just talking it out and they're just taking all their clothes off casually. And then they, how do you say this in podcast terms? They do it, and it. But and I, I feel like I missed when that happened. Like I, I missed when it was established that they were connecting in that way. Or was it meant to just? Was oh, it meant to communicate when, that that's just what women do, or what those women do? That's just what furniture's for. Wow. But he's not going there to question all the women. They're just yeah. having a little get together at the build at the building's expense. I see. I see. Which is why yeah. they. Uh, building manager comes in and roughs up the women. That's what I was. Yeah, it goes off. Like I feel like I'm. We're, I'm watching like a detective story, and it's, um, of course, like Charlton Heston has that swagger, and he's kind of throwing it around a little bit. Th- but that's that's him. That's him in every movie. And then he just rolls in here, um, is having sex with the 
I guess not the witness, but like you know, <laughs> someone associated with this murder. And the manager comes in and just starts slapping these other women around. I'm like, what is going on? That was the moment of the movie where I was just like, I am not sure if did I miss a whole scene or something? <laughs> but I feel like stuff like that just happened in movies then. I Yeah, I think that that's just what they're there for. I mean, that's, that's kind of yeah. gross to think about it like that, but it's not a thing. It's not. Yeah, that's it's just like he goes into every other apartment and takes stuff. Oh, man, that's so, so he just, sad. He just went yeah. into that apartment. Wow. Yeah, know, it's like a f- at home. I guess it's like a formalized version of prostitution or something like. Yeah, they just like because no, the the poor, the poor class, that's probably a job to them. Yeah, that. Yeah. Like everyone's a possession. Like everyone below that that upper class group of people is just like well ob- is obviously disposable. <laughs> um, well, I think the movie plays it off as she has a good life, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. she you know gets to eat food, actual food. Man, yeah, she's got like, a she's got a video game. She's got a video game. She's got a bed with silk sheets, um, and everyone else is just sleeping on each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Well. So it's a, it's, I mean, seventies sci-fi. <laughs> right. <So laughs> every fancy apartment just comes with a beautiful woman. You're right. Oh yeah, because she stays there when they, like they've after guess after they clean it up, uh, they like there's a new tenant that comes to decide if he wants to stay there or not, and she just stays there, and then she comes on. Yeah, uh, I mean she she's part of the apartment. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Which is the same for that other apartment they go to where he finds the strawberries. That's right. Yeah, she's furniture too. Oh, what and what, how does he say it? He he makes kind of like a it's not a he doesn't make a pass at her, but like he kind of like I can't remember how he says it. But he's pretty he's he's, he's throwing that swagger around when he's there yeah. as well. Good old, good old Charlie oh, Heston. Yeah, he's like, if I had wanted it, I'd, I'd have it or something. Yeah, yeah. Or if I had time, oh, if, I, if I had the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have asked or something. Right. Like, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, seventies man, especially sci-fi. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah. Sci-fi and um, from Russia in Love. We did, we did a, we reviewed that movie. What was that? Oh yeah, that was seventy in the mid seventies, right? Um, or is that 60s late 60s i don't know it's it's all the stone age yeah right right where women were just seen in a very different light think the only other thing i have for this movie that i really wanted to talk about and it might take the longest amount of time because i think it was the longest scene uh which is soul's uh death scene um the, the nature yeah that was pictorials and yeah and the music and mm-hmm. um man that that there was a lot there 
that kind of got me a little bit and it was really intense like emotionally and like it, it was i think it was meant to be that way like there was a lot of like really tight close-ups and like the two of them getting emotional um thorn at one point said or they say they love each other because mm-hmm. they were like best friends or whatever man that that was intense and i think that's laying it on a little bit more uh, in terms of like my thought like are they eating people what's happening like is there some sort of nefarious plot going on or whatever like and what does he see says something like uh you've got to prove it thorn the exchange yeah so i guess there is the scene at the exchange where saul and the exchange look at everything and they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is people and then yes. they're like thorn go prove it yes <laughs> how did how did you come to the conclusion without proof like you must have something already and then i don't know if the exchange was the government I was really confused about right. what their yeah. role was in general. I, I, you know, I didn't think about that. I was, I think I, in my, in my head, I, whatever power, it was just the powers that be, you know, right. the government, but, the, the Illuminati, they were still whatever. In, like, squalor and. Right. Yeah. They weren't no rich director of Soylent, that's for sure. And, and if I, I'll, I'll full transparency here. Um. After that, after the uh, riot scene, that's the first time I made a note that said, like, what is Soylent? Like, after I saw all the people being tossed in the trucks. And then it wasn't until uh, the scene with Soul where I wrote, is Soylent dead people? <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't specify green either. Um, so I wasn't 100% like onto it or anything. I just, it, it just reminded me of, of that or it made me think about that. Well, Soylent Green's people, what the heck is Soylent Orange and Soylent Red? That's, that was my thought. I didn't think, I didn't even, until you said something, actually, in this conversation, I was like, oh, I thought I kind of thought all Soylent was people of some, or like maybe Soylent Red is like cats or something. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, that came out, this came out in 1973. It's 2022. So they were looking 50 years into the future, almost 50 years. And they got it so right. I'm trying to think of like all the dystopian like look ahead movies. Like no one really, because it all kind of points to like the when does Blade Runner take place? Not 2049, but the original. Uh, I guess some at some point before then, yeah. <laughs> like the 2020s, and uh, Back to the Future. What is that? I think it's past. Oh, wait, I mean I Back to the Future too. Oh, yeah, I think it was like 2015 or something. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was real optimistic. That was an 80s movie for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cars will fly. We'll have pants that inflate. <laughs> it did it did I mean it got right that like everything would be driven by like tech. I guess. <laughs> but I guess I don't I know mean, what yeah, what, else, what else would sense, change. It's correct. Yeah, right, right. It's there like, is tech. What they got right was that there's going to be people still, and buildings, and technology. And so on the green. And so, jeez. I really liked I really liked it. I don't know what else to say about it, though. This was a, a quick one, but I feel like it was, a, it was worth it. I it was very close to the uh, golden time of 100 minutes. Oh, no. I think it's <laughs> Three like 96. Three more minutes. Or 97, 97, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 97. 
Oh, man. So, therefore, it is the worst movie ever. <laughs> right. You know now, what those three minutes could be? Hmm. Connecting it to Soylent Green earlier oh, in the movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Although it might have taken them at least five minutes of somebody hitting a wall. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I really like watching and talking about these old sci-fi movies. They can get a little weird, but it's still cool to see where filmmakers in the 1970s thought we'd be in 2022. Anyway, if you had a good time listening, be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review. Stuff like that really helps us out a lot. And if you want more information about our podcast, you can visit us at cinema44podcast.com or at cinema44podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks again. Godspeed and take care.